welcome. We slay things. My name is Alyssa, and I play Kilbo Dragons. I am a non-binary dragonborn sorcerer. I uh, really like centaurs and long walks with my gentleman caller, Samuel Silvershield. I really like anything to do with lightning. I like the storms, you know. It's all good fun with Adventurers Local 381. Hi, I'm Andy, and I play Belisar, a human fighter champion. My name is Amber, and I play the Hill Dwarf Paladin Emberlin. I'm Joe. I play Mima, the Tiefling Rogue. I'm Amy, and I play Twiggy Asparagus, a forest gnome druid. I'm Thomas, and I play Zardex, Cleric of the Grave. Hello, my name is Jason, and I play Zauber Chubbins, a dwarven wizard of applied meteorology. Hi, I'm Mick. I'm the Dungeon Master. Adventures Local 381, having wrapped up their most recent adventure to get rid of the deadly amulet of Vecna, traveling to Avernus, the first circle of hell to do so. On the way back, we're intercepted by the Raven Queen, faced their greatest fears, faced the Queen of Death, told her to shove her <laughs> cleric abilities up her ass, conquered that, went back to their home, engaged in some pit-fighting shenanigans and met a few old characters from their past. Uh, You guys have been resting up for a couple of weeks at this point. You're preparing for your next great adventure in the kingdom of Cordinia. You all are preparing for your next adventure. Uh, Is there any business you want to wrap up at the compound? Meemaw, you are up first. Okay, so yeah, that was my first question. We're at we're at the compound then. Okay. Yep. Um, what do I want to do? Uh, you know, futz around, do nothing. Back on uh, the you, Play with your portable hole. You, you, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. I'm throwing that around all over the place. If you. <laughs> I'm gonna slap my hole on every surface. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> keep it out of the latrines. Keep it out of the latrines. We're, we're, we barely started the new adventure. Oh, and we're already off the rails. I love yeah, it. Yeah, that's good. So as you come down, you see your jar with uh, your clone Meemaw in it. Yeah. And uh smells a little clone gamey. Ma. A little yeah. gamey, yeah. Gamey, but uh, it's, it, it, everything seems to be intact. That's good. Uh, it's a any, jar? any last preparations you want to make before you all take off from the compound? I think I want to, you know, lace up my boots, uh, buckle all of the buckles. I've got plenty of buckles. All the buckles. Uh, roll a slide of hand check. <laughs> I only rolled a 21. Oh, yeah. No, you, it, you, you in record time, managed to get through all 488 buckles. <laughs> and but, you time yourself all the time with it, and you just... Yeah, you're, you're impressed with your own time, because you get every one of them. You didn't miss a single one. Oh, man. Uh, You've got you've got your your all your magical equipment, all all your shit. Uh, you're packed up. You're ready to go. You're like the fuck, people. This carriage has got to be going. You're like you're like you're like internet dad, like the first one to the airport, like four <laughs> hours before the flight leaves. <laughs> Belisar, you are preparing for the first time in many many years to go back to your home. What are you doing as you prepare to leave the compound? Oh, I'm uh, making sure my armor is in tip-top shape. 
Um, got my insignia of rank um, ready to go. Uh, I'm going to go up to Twiggy's friend, the Aeldon. And I'm going to say, Aeldon, so uh, I hear you're going to be watching this place for us. I appreciate that. <laughs> And, and then you just punch him right in the neck. <laughs> How many of those healing potions do you have for us as we're heading out? Because this would be the time. Says, well, I've, I've just started working these last few days, but uh, I do have, uh, well, let's see. Says, I do have four regular healing potions that I, I have prepared from previous work. Uh, if, if you would find those helpful, you're welcome to them. How does he make them? Is it gross? Uh, he, he's, he's, he's working with his herbalism kit. You've seen, uh, oh, okay. His herbalism kit. Wink. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, I need to go over make some potions. <laughs> but yeah, he's, uh, he's got mortar and pestle and he's got some herbs laid out. He's been working away. Okay. So I'm going to, um, take the four and then we'll distribute them, uh, amongst ourselves. So I'll go to the rest of the group and say, everyone, we got four spare healing potions. If anyone wants them, I wouldn't mind one. Uh, yeah, uh, right Right now it's just you and Meemaw kind of waiting for the carriage. Okay, well, then I will wait <laughs> I will wait until everyone else arrives. But, uh, sure, I'll take a ball. <laughs> Are these uh, lesser healing potions then? I believe they're probably lesser healing potions. Lusty? Lesser? Uh, yeah, they, they are the, uh, the regular 2d4 plus 2. Like well, cool. <laughs> you know, I'll make sure that, you know, I'll be very, you know, type A personality and everything will be in its place and ready to go. You're a little disappointed that Meemaw beat you to the uh, the waiting area here. You're on point. You are prepared. So I'm going to go ahead and stand next to the uh, the carriage and put my arm around them and hang out. Yeah, you're, you're, you're setting the horses. Uh, roll an animal handling check just for the hell of it. Uh-oh. I was going to put my, arm, put my arm around Mimo, not the horses. It's the horse. <laughs> 18. 18. Yeah, no, the, the horse The horse is digging it. Um, you, <laughs> really? Jesus Christ, you perverts. He's, is it, is he's it a, the horse's nuzzle, and the horse is really into it, like, you know, nuzzling you up, like, clearly enjoying your company. And I, I'm trying I mean, to be wholesome, for fuck's sakes. I mean, obviously, with a... With a 17, I would know if it's a male or female and if it's <laughs> if it needs any milking. You've got your headband now, and that helps. <laughs> yeah, I yes, I would say yes. You know that horse milk is not ideal for uh, a warrior's diet. Yes, okay. Kimberlyn, uh, what are you doing as you prepare to leave the compound? Any business you need to wrap up? Um, I am just practicing some of my new cantrips. Ooh. Yeah, you, you're, you know, waking up, working out the new cantrips. Go ahead and roll a d20 for me. 10. A 10? Yeah, you're, you're doing exactly what you intend to do. For the moment, at least, you feel like you've got control over the wilder aspects of your magic. Um, you know that's not always going to be possible, but you feel like you're really starting to gain mastery of your arcane abilities. So you you grab your gear, you go down. Mima and Belsar are there waiting for the carriage. Hugging. Um, a lot of hugs. Yeah. We haven't <laughs> seen each other in so long. So long. I've seen you guys since dinner last night. <laughs> it's a lot of hugs. 
Lots, lots of, lots of intimate contact. And butt squeezes. Kilbo. Yes. You wake up in your cottage. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're preparing to leave the compound. Mm-hmm. Uh, any business that you need to? I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to and see Hisash, and we're gonna roll around in some catnip, and because that's the thing that we do. Roll a nature check. Okay. God, please don't be poison ivy. That's a four or a nine. Uh, that's a four. Four. Okay. So seventeen or four. Yeah, you you, you find some catnip, and Hisash is very much into it. Um, but, uh, and, he, he, he does hold his own. That's <laughs> <laughs> a good shit. Yes, this is the good shit. Uh, he, so, so both both people that are guarding the compound are completely high. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we have a union guy. He's taking care of this stuff. But we did it for Kevin. Or Kevin right? Quevin's on his way. Surfing. <laughs> they're, they're oh, it's Quevin, yeah. They're I we, we signed Quevin up. It cost 2,000 gold. Yeah, we, we have a Quevin now. We don't have to do anything serious. <laughs> okay. And Gary. And Gary. 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 Quevin and he's, Gary. He's stabbing all the packages that come to the compound now to make uh, you and Hisash uh, roll around in catnip. He gets he gets a little buzz, but he's he's in control of himself. Yeah, I mean he's a monk. Or a, he's yeah, he's a, a monk. Yeah, he's a monk. He's got he's got decent constitution. Yeah. So yeah. Um, any any other business you want to take care of? Nope, I think that's enough. Yes. Oh, I, I no, I, you know what I'll do? I'm gonna play my loot for the people in the field. Nat fucking twenty. Yeah, she's she's been studying with Hasash, and she absolutely. Nails the performance. Ah, oh, oh, sweet. Um, as 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 she is walking up and like playing the final notes, you hear applause <laughs> from around the compound of people who are really enjoying the loop playing she is laying there down. There we go. Is there a difference between thinking you've rolled a nat twenty because you're on catnip? <laughs> <laughs> that is a fair question. No. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I play better when I'm on catnip. <laughs> I think that's the uh, answer. I'm self-conscious I'm when less, she's yeah. uh, tripping on catnip. Zardek. All right, what do I make gonna do? Let's see. I think I'm probably checking out the box of uh, accoutrement for my new patron. Gosh, I can't remember his Calumvor. name. Calumvor, yeah. Calumvor, not Calumdor. That's where <laughs> dark elves come from. All right, well, I'm putting up, like, the band posters that come out of the box. <laughs> Like a black light velvet poster. <laughs> there's some uh, there's some blue oyster called the Black Sabbath poster. I'm nodding appreciatively at this point. Okay, okay. <laughs> it's it's a lot it's a lot of the same kind of imagery, just a little less emo. A little it's less more, emo, a little more like laid back seventies guy. I can see that. I mean he did have a big mullet, but I'm not I refuse to draw mullet at this point. I think that might be my line with this new one. <laughs> no power mullet. I'm I'm getting it ready, like polishing the belt buckle with the, <laughs> the cool skull. That's right. That's that's your holy symbol is the yeah, belt buckle. The belt buckle now. I guess I fixed my shield where I scraped off the last thing. You have found that your shield has a, a new holy symbol on it. So yeah, you're you're getting all your stuff ready. Everything feels powered up. Like you feel right, practicing the holy words in the mirror, or like with the with the <laughs> they're all like power power ballad or something. I guess. <laughs> yes. There's lots yeah. of screeching. 
Yes, you are. That's <laughs> not so falsetto. I have a taste of my body in a face. Okay, I promise to say that every time I cast something. Please like that. do. That's, that is awesome. Yes. All right. That is the verbal component of your spells from now on. That's canon. You, you head out, sweet falsetto voice, ready to go, uh, and join your companions in waiting for the carriage. Zabrachevans, how are you wrapping up your affairs at the compound before you head out? Oh, you know, the usual. I'm, I'm putting my um, books together, my scrolls together, my, uh, my tomes and all that. And uh, I'm making an extra batch of glaze for all the ham I'm going to be eating. Yeah, it's it's going to be a long trip. So you you've been you've been slaving all week, you know, making sure you've got enough backup ham. Um, ham preparation. I, I feel I feel like at some point I'm going to have to start like uh, doing ham checks. It's <laughs> <laughs> like a hamometer, and you have to see like right now your hamometer is full. It's, it's hamometer. It's hamometer. <laughs> There's an episode title yeah, for you. The only other thing I was wondering about is I was kind of wanting to look into getting either a Tome of Understanding or a Tome of Clear Thought. Those are not... They're very rare. ...easily available. Right now, you, you've got, I would say you've got some feelers out, but everyone you've talked to so far hasn't been able to find one. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting to know that you're looking for one as a uh, dungeon master. Yeah. Uh, because that... That helps me <laughs> with things that shall not be discussed at the moment. Look under your chair, everybody. It's a tough <laughs> understanding. You've uh, you put some feelers out for uh, these incredibly rare books. You got your stuff. You make your way to the waiting area with your companions. Reeking of ham. <laughs> uh, uh, Last up in initiative order for this week is Wiggy. How are you preparing to leave the compound? I am hurriedly trying to finish up knitting a sweater for Jewel the Blood Drinker and a little leather collar with spikes on it. And then trying to get her stuffed into my bag. (laughs) Uh, I want you to roll me a sleight of hand check. Oh. It's made with so much love. But like as you try to put it on, on Jules Drinker, it just it's barely covering her. She barely. Barely. Barely covering her. Uh, it leaves her with a bare midriff. Oh. You ask for that, Andy. You ask for that. Thank you. you open the door That's for bear. You open the door for bear puns, bear and puns. it got grizzly. So your your sweater is adorably not working. Maybe it's maybe it's something you can work on on the trip. So you are bringing Jewel with you. Mm-hmm. Good to know. I think I can always teleport her back. If worse comes to worse, yeah, that's that is indeed possible. Okay. So yeah, you and uh, little Jewel Blood Drinker start to go out the door. Ildon looks up from his herbalism kit and says, yeah. I, "I will miss you, my dear, and hopefully I'll have lots of potions for you when you get back." And they say, "I'll miss you too. Thank you for watching over the fort, and make sure to talk to Hishash. Maybe, you know, just hang out with him. He's a cool dude, and maybe you could pick up some tips to not be." 
quite so elusive. <laughs> he says, uh, yeah, yes, Isash seems like a, a fascinating figure. I, I will definitely spend more time with him. I wish you the best of luck, my dear. Please be safe on this journey. I will. Is Quiven here yet? <laughs> and I jump up and give him a big hug. Yeah, he, he embraced you. Uh, Quevin is not here yet. He is on his way. But you can you can leave detailed instructions for him if you wish. Dearest Quevin. <laughs> Quevin Q. How are you? I am fine. Have a great summer. <laughs> In touch. <laughs> uh, I also, also you, you said you were going to hide uh, Jewel, Jewel Blood Drinker. Uh, roll me a stealth check. I need to hide her. Just get her in my back. Ooh, nat 20. Nat 20. Uh, she curls right up and goes right to sleep. Uh, your a com- little fuzzy donut. Your companions will have no idea you have a tiny bear with you on this trip. Uh, <laughs> and, and even if we did, we'd probably forget. You make your way down. You're the last one to join the party. Uh, they are already down there. Uh, Belisar seems eager to hand out some healing potions. So if anybody wants to get in on that action. Where did you find these? Oh, these are from uh, Aodon, whatever his name is. Uh, Aodon. Aodon. He, he creates I think it's that. Eowyn. <laughs> Arwen. Arwen. Yeah. That's, that's um, it. To you. Why didn't he give them to her? I asked. I, Fair I enough. Asked. And, and he's nice. And I'm willing to share. So, if you want one, be nice. Are we going to stop at any shops along the way? Hey, you're uh, you're going through Waterdeep, so yeah. you don't but these are don't. these are free, guys. Don't forget. I'll take one, <laughs> Belisar. Don't forget your friend Argos, whom we met at Dagger Falls not so long ago. No, it wasn't at. Well, yeah, um, he's. I mean, Dagger Falls is quite a ways away. But he said he was going to be in Waterdeep. Uh, it's been a while. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. I yeah, I mean, you, you've literally been to hell and the afterlife since then. So, oh, right. And he got we, cracked in the head a few times during the pit fight. So, so uh, Twiggy gets one. I'll take one. Anyone else want a free uh, minor potion? Yeah, uh, Z- Zobber takes one. Yeah, give it a Zobber. Anybody else? Going once, going twice? I'll take one. I might as well. Okay. All right. You pour it out in front of him. For the homies. <laughs> a healing potion for our homies. <laughs> a healing potion for my homies in the afterlife. Yeah, so y'all y'all hop in the carriage, you take off. It's a couple hours ride to Waterdeep, but you know, it's early morning when you come down there. You get to Waterdeep about lunch. The adventure is local, buys you all a, a tasty meal. That's a surprise. I mean, you know, you you paid the investment dues. You stopped by the Adventures local guild hall. They've got a, a lovely uh, cafeteria lunch that's actually quite tasty. So, is there anything you want to stock up on before you uh, leave for Cordenia? And here is where I would also ask you: How are you going to present yourself in Cordenia? Uh, what I will tell you, you are all level nine adventurers. No. Or level 11. Level 11. Level 11. Excuse, level me. 11. Excuse me. So you guys are famous adventurers, like, throughout the region. You're not in Cordenia yet. So if you wanted to present yourselves as yourselves, you could certainly do that. 
Um, oh, no. What I will say is Belisar, last he recalls, had a bounty on his skull. When you talked to the Cordenia embassy early on in your last adventure, Emberlin presented herself as a business person who was interested in expanding, I believe. So you're going to have to stop off at the embassy to get official papers for admission. But depending on how you want to present yourself might determine what you need to buy before you leave. So being being stealthy. So Belisar knows the landscape of Cordinia, but so does he give them any information of possible ports? You're you're going to be able to get passage. Uh, It's going to take you to kind of, uh, it's a town a few miles away from the main capital, but it is, it is near there. You'll, you'll get a chance on the boat if you want to share Cordenia's history. Um, yes, please. <laughs> I purchased earplugs. Yeah, so we were talking about a hat of greater disguise or some crap. Oh, yeah, a hat of disguise. You can certainly get one of those. Uh, they're fairly easily available. They're, they're typically about 500 gold pieces. Okay, I will buy one of those. All right, <laughs> uh, now here's the thing. You are going to have to break attunement with either the mantle of spell resistance, the wings of flying, or your armor. I mean, I will, yeah, I will take off the wings and keep them in my travel bag. Yeah, you, you can certainly keep them around. It'd take you about 20, 30 minutes to reattune to that. But this would allow you to disguise yourself at will uh, while it's attuned to you. So you can present yourself however you like. Cool. I have a question. Yeah. Does the bone staff look like a weapon? <laughs> it looks the like deadliest the weapon. world's deadliest walking stick. <laughs> so like, could you ask for a walking stick? Uh, you, I could Gandalf my way into somewhere. <laughs> I, I, would, I would say you would be able to use your thaumaturgy like once a day to make it look regular-ish. Just trying to think of a reason to keep it. You can always pop it in the bag of holding and take it out as need be. That's true. Maybe bag of holding much more vague. Uh, uh, do I have that back? I'm taking that back from you, Zauber. What? My bag of holding. Uh, oh, all right. <laughs> I'm pouring out all your pork. Ham. Your pork oh. rinds. <laughs> <laughs> you could probably buy a new one. Yeah, you could go buy one. That's true. I gave you 4,000 gold, my friend. Yeah, you can get one for 500 gold, no problem. You could buy several and put them inside each other and blow them up. Yeah, <laughs> that's probably not the best use of that. And you have that ruby for Meemoth in there. Oh, yeah. Probably a couple pounds. A ruby or a sapphire? Sapphire. Sapphire. Oh, yeah, the sapphire. I'd say that's probably a pound rounding up. Oh, I left it on my bedside table. <laughs> God damn it. What's the climate like, in Virginia? It's Mediterranean, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I would say Mediterranean. It's warm. It's a little humid. It sounds like Kilbo's kind of jam. Yeah, I like that. And uh, Meemaw's probably. Yeah, definitely. Did I, I don't think I wore a disguise when Emberlyn uh, and I went through the to the Cordinian embassy in the past, so... I'll just wear whatever I was wearing then. Do you remember? We, we probably should do disguises, right? We want like a, a emblem or something that makes us look like we belong together or something. So, good idea. 
I will mention that I was posing as, well, basically who I was, one of the merchantmen from my father's horrible candy factory. Yeah, we didn't know at the time that meant wearing a giant purple top hat. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to propose that we pretend that we're merchants from the candy factory. Uh, What I will say is if if any of you want to pose as merchants, you're probably going to want to buy fancy clothes, which are 15 gold a set. I got it. I, I, pay I already it. have. I already have a set. You already have some. You, you um, Hundlestone. 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 Was my my home. All right. We. Uh, I will buy fancy outfits for everyone. Do I need a fancy outfit with my hat on? I'll get you one too. Who cares? It's one hundred and five gold. Be like cat sized outfits. I'm just asking for a friend. Yeah. 105 gold for fancy clothes for every everybody in the party. Uh, an additional five if you want to do fancy clothes for uh, Jewel Blood Drinker, who is still just knocked out. Okay, Occasionally there's a little adorable grunt, uh, kind of a snore from snore. your bag, but otherwise I'm, disturb anybody. How um, much is Blood Drinker? Five for Blood Drinkers. Uh, well, how much was that? I'll, I'll bankroll it. I don't care. 110 total. Done. It is done. Disguises for everyone. I guess that will include whatever we'd need for maybe like fake wares. Kilbo wants to purchase a, a cheesy fake mustache. <laughs> I would Lizards. say for 150 gold, you could get full on disguise kits for everybody. Done. On top of the. I already have a disguise kit, so you don't You're need to get now. Yeah, now you've, you've replenished all of your supplies. You have a, a plethora of options so y'all are all going to be able to you're not all necessarily proficient in disguise kits but what i would say is when you really want to uh disguise yourselves i'll let you roll a check with advantage hey bellasar how backwoods is your hometown will they not have healing potions cordinia has a range of towns and villages and hamlets Cordinia proper, for sure, um, is a large town. I mean, it is. I mean, it is not nearly as large as Waterdeep, but it it, it can hold its own. There are numerous town um, shops and whatnot. However, if they will open their doors to us, I cannot say. Okay. And and I do have to say, the last time I was there, and according to the soldier we saw, Cordinia is not doing well. Oh, okay. right. In that case, I might go look for a superior or even a supreme healing potion or two. I'll get three greater. I'll get four greater. <laughs> I'll buy two graders and one superior. I would like to search around for a gem-encrusted bowl worth at least 1,000 gold pieces. <laughs> uh, you, you are able to find a distributor who specializes in... Heroes Feast Bowls. Uh, Heroes. <laughs> Heroes Feast Bowls. Yes. Heroes, Heroes Feast uh, Bowls City. We've got Heroes an, Feast Bowls. It is an incredibly elaborate, extremely well-maintained, ostentatious fucking shop. Uh, <laughs> this cat is fucking loaded from selling Heroes Feast Bowls. I don't need a creative shop name. It sells itself. Well... I'll grab three of those Heroes Feast Bowls, please. You can practically hear the champagne bottles popping in the back as he goes and brings them out 
in these very carefully, elaborately, like almost Tiffany style boxes. I, I, it probably comes with champagne, right? Because it's <laughs> the champagne is much cheaper than the bowl. It's so much uh, cheaper than the bowl. Yeah. He's like, please take a case of champagne with you. <laughs> so you have you have made my month. Uh, potion keeper. Do you have any uh, potion of water breathing or anything like that? Good. That's a good one. As a matter of fact, they do. Uh, they're willing to sell them for 250 each. I'll take one. And for everyone else in the group, I have that spell. Oh, I can yeah. Fucking save your money. Do that. Well, I can, I can see <laughs> me being sucked under and pulled away from the boat. What will you need to fight a kraken? <laughs> uh, what I would say is if Twiggy takes 10 minutes every morning to cast water breathing, you will all be fine. Because it lasts for 24 hours. Yep. And you can pick up to 10 hey. creatures, so you are all... Okay. I won't buy it. <laughs> buy it. Buy the potion. Buy it. You can do whatever you, you want. No, sir. You might need it sometime. <laughs> Only a bonus action to slug it down. Yeah, yeah. Fine. Spelling point. <laughs> Thank you. You have fed my children for another day. <laughs> wow, they have expensive It happened to be uh, any necklace of fireballs around. With the- no, <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. I'll take one of those. No, you can't have it. You can probably find one for 5,000 gold. 5,000 gold. Him down? I'm going to try to talk him down. So persuasion. <laughs> Fifteen. <laughs> They'd be willing to part with it for four thousand. Deal. So Kilbo wants to go into the bookstore as well. Mm-hmm. Wants uh, a, a, a beginner's guide to how to do a good disguise. Is that possible? Uh, roll an investigation check. Okay. No, uh, seventeen. Sorry. Uh, seventeen. Uh, yeah, you you do find a, a book that d- describes how to do uh, disguise as well you know that you'll be able to potentially read that over That's what the I trip. Figured, yep. So that, that is a possibility for how you use your time on the ship. How much would that cost? It would be, let's see, 400 gold. Okay. I will go up to the shopkeeper. I would like this book on disguises, but this 400 is too much. However, if you throw in some paper for manif- manifesto writing and some of these dirty books... We will call it uh, <laughs> some of these Tijuana Bibles. I would also like. Roll it for only eleven. Oh. Uh, I, I will give you the paper, but uh, the Tijuana Bibles are how I make my fortune. That's an extra fifty gold. <laughs> I will pay the extra fifty gold. <laughs> so. You, you have enough uh, paper and ink to work on a new Excellent. updated manifesto. Yes. Um, any Anybody else have stuff they want to purchase? I, I want to go to, a, I don't know, a gaming store. And I want to get a, a dice set, a dragon chess set. Oh, no. I have bone dice if you ever want to play. That's, I, I figure we're going to be on a boat for a while, so I want to... So, uh, dice set, dragon set. Should I get play, playing cards? Do we have any playing cards? Get playing cards. Yeah, no, uh, that's, you're, you're able to get all that. You, in fact, you're able to get, like, the high-end, like, handcrafted shit for, like, five gold. Okay. So, yeah, and then you, I also wanted to go next door and get um, a 
Let's see here. Uh, Kilbo has a a loot. Mm-hmm. I think I might get a liar. A liar. 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 We will rock out. I got a liar too. Can we get some? Oh, uh, oh, maybe I should get something else. A trumpet. Yeah, so we can have a trio. Yeah. Can we get some children's books for me, Ma? He's gonna get real bored. A trumpet. (laughs) Children's books. Uh, So should I get a a dulcimer? Oh, nice. Yeah, Uh, that's uh, twenty-five gold. I yeah. definitely bought those earplugs, right? Five gold a piece. Five gold for <laughs> earplugs, yeah. I'll write that down. <laughs> Money well spent. Could I get a belt of hill giant strength? Ooh, I buy bagpipes. No. Write that down. Uh, yeah, you can find that for uh, 5,000 gold. All right, I will trade. It's uh, 30 gold for the uh, bagpipes. Yeah, gotcha. Belisar, do you want these ochre giant gloves back? No, I am fairly encumbered with my tuned items right now. Uh, so if anyone else needs some additional strength, uh, they do come in handy. The merchant also tells you he'd be willing to give you 750 gold credit for those gauntlets of ogre strength. Perhaps you would pay more for this, these gauntlets. Well, um... Tell me some of their history. Maybe I can uh, sell them with lore. Uh, Well, I have a friend here who will tell you every deed he performed with these gloves. (laughs) First roll of persuasion check. Wait, wait, can I I do it from memory? Belisar, Grand Archon of the Kurudu War. No. Uh, Uh, He, uh... Fighter of the Blue Blue Dragon, Slayer of Kuali, the the, the Purple of Preet. Purple? Ingester of the Taco Bell Meal of Kuali. He he single-handedly rolled a 13 for persuasion plus... <laughs> for a, forgot about Kranich. Kranich, give him advantage because I'm like, yeah, 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 totally. He, yep. he, he killed Kranich with barely a toothpick. No, he's the, our friend. Uh, <laughs> Kranich's the friend. Doesn't matter. The well, shopkeeper is, is looking over these gauntlets of ogre strength. How about 3000 in a trade? Deal. Yeah, sucker. And he immediately starts uh, crafting a certificate of authenticity. <laughs> authenticity? Half-truths that you've told him. Those weren't even half. <laughs> so so nope. all, uh, anything based in strength goes up uh, one more point. Yep. I'm at 21, not 19. I'd like to get three cobs in a ball. I saw this cool trick being performed on the street. And I want to make money doing the same thing. Uh, I'd, say, I'd say you could get it for uh, 20 gold. Done. You, you hear snickerings like the real magic trick is I'll just trick that fucking wizard out of 20 gold. <laughs> 20 <laughs> gold for three cups. Out of their money. That's the yeah. best part. Other, other items you all would like to purchase. So I'm going to take that bag of holdings. I'm going to go to Mima and be like, Mima, do you mind... Or it would be an honor to carry your um, sapphire of mini Mima. Oh, yeah, yeah. I understand it's in it's in Zalbert's possession right now, and I would hate oh, yeah, for it. Is it was? Eavesdropping. Is it was Zardex? Yeah, I got. Flip it back just now. Okay, okay, because I don't want it to be you know smelling of ham. I'm pretty sure the ham negates all magic. Uh, so, <laughs> it's a good idea. 
No, it enhances it. Are you kidding? <laughs> enhances enhances it. Enhances it. I'm going to take the sapphire back. You're, my extra life is in your hands. I, I would say at this point, it's getting later on in the day. Yeah, <laughs> You all are going to have to go to the Cordenia Embassy to get uh, visa paperwork. Awesome. Paperwork. Y'all make your way to the Cordenia Embassy. Uh, Belsar, I assume you've activated your head of disguise at this point. So as, as you get there, you, you all go in. Uh, they start giving you all these forms. Um, it is going to take you five hours to oh. fill them all out. Uh, oh, a lot of forms. Kilbo does not have that. So, kind of so many forms. You have a minute? I love forms. I live for forms. You know, life in a way is like filling out forms. At the time, it seems tedious and boring and really sucks. And then you die. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot what I was saying, but life is like forms. <laughs> when you come back, kill your friends, and do it all over again. So yeah, y'all y'all spend most of the rest of the Tennessee. evening filling out these forms, really, really trying to sell. Uh, I want you all. You can either roll persuasion or deception, whichever is. So. Uh, Twiggy and Meemaw, you have to spend oh, no. an extra four hours because initially oh. you you kind of give away some of your, uh, well, you know, this this forms, they are not checking out. Uh, you should probably uh, refill out these sections and these sections. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, it, it takes you a bit longer. But eventually you do get all of the paperwork filled out. Uh, they tell you that uh, tomorrow a ship is heading out to Cordenia. How very fortunate. And that passage can be booked for only 150 gold per passenger. And everyone looks at me, right? Yes. <laughs> yes, I do. Fine. If you want to upgrade for a mere 250 each, we can give you the deluxe package. I will take the deluxe package. Everyone else is going to take the standard package. <laughs> <laughs> I'm paying for myself. I'm, I will is... pay my own way. So yeah, <laughs> Fine. If you want to pay your own way, you can also have the deluxe package. What is involved in the deluxe package? Oh, that is where we bring out the best wine. You don't just get the shit in the uh, pitcher. I'm on that. <laughs> I think everyone... if We have quite the selection. I can speak for my group in this instance. I will pay for anyone who doesn't want to pay if they upgrade themselves. I'm not paying for your own fancy wine. You don't need to pay for me at all. Yeah, I'll same. get me too. Yes, I will. Uh, miss, yes, I am Mr. Melisar. I will go ahead and um, <laughs> pay my way. Yeah. You, uh, this is excellent. So for 250 each, you are all eating like top shelf food, drinking top shelf wine and yeah. liquor. Um, full um, fucking shebang. So, um, since we're in the the um, place of Cordenia, whatever place we're going here, can you tell us about our destination? Okay, what should we expect? Certainly. It is a, a very successful city. Um, it's got beautiful architecture. So many domes and spires as, as are available nowhere else in the world that I've seen. Um, it, is, it is very successful for merchants. The people are all very well fed. They have had a period of great and sustained peace for many, many years. 
It is a little odd that you would mention how fat the people are. <laughs> well, you know, fat people are happy people, am I right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyone who wishes can roll an insight yeah. check. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're, we're just we're more M's. Ba- basically, anybody who got above a 12 uh, can tell that this guy seems to genuinely believe what he's telling you. Ah, have you been to Cordinolin or Cordinio? Oh, yes, I, I, I go there uh, frequently. It takes about 15 days from here. I stay there for a couple of weeks and I come right back. I wish I'd brought that airship. How, how are the seas this time of year? Oh, they're quite lovely. It's uh, it's late spring. Quite beautiful. It's it's very easy passage uh, on my very comfortable ship, the Red Treasure. The yeah. Red well, Treasure. You 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 will travel so much safer. Airships. The batteries are so fickle, and it's such a long fall down to the ocean floor. Uh, you'll be much much safer on my ship. I promise. What is the name of this ship? The Red Rockets, or is the it Red Treasure? <laughs> Red tre- okay. <laughs> Red Treasure. Okay. It doesn't go that fast. After a treasure my great grandfather found, it was red. Can't wait. I'll see you in the morning. Yeah. Any Any other questions you have before you embark on the ship? Uh, my dear Captain, what's your name there? <laughs> it is a Leroy. Leroy. Oh, yes. no. <laughs> Do you have a second name? It is Jenkins. <laughs> <laughs> right. I turn to my compatriots. I've heard of this fellow. <laughs> <laughs> he likes to rush in, right? He's a very, he's a very courageous captain. Dragons! What do you want for a cruise ship? What you want is a bold cruise ship captain. He was the boldest cruise ship captain on the sea. (laughs) We send the anchors rolling down because this night we spend ashore. We leave the ship and go to town. This night we spend ashore. We drink and dance and we drink one more because this night we spend ashore. You all go on board. Uh, you know that it's about 1,500 miles from Waterdeep to Cordenia. It's going to take you about 15 days to get there on this ship. Go around uh, initiative and check in with you all and see what it is you are doing with your time. So several of you have bought books or you have tools or items that you're not necessarily proficient with. Over the course of this time, uh, you're going to have about 200 hours total on this trip to work on something. It's not enough to gain proficiency. Meemaw, how are you spending your time, your downtime on the Red Treasure? When I'm uh, not sneaking around trying to find, you know, gold in various cabins and stuff, I'm definitely practicing my bagpipes. Um, just right in front of anybody who absolutely <laughs> hates it. Maybe that haunting tune you played on the bagpipes this morning. <laughs> let me, let me tell. <laughs> Only a performance check. Uh, I got a 15. 15. 
you're actually pretty sweet on the bagpipes. So here's what I would say. You can add plus one to performance. Yeah. So over, over the course of this time, you, you I wouldn't say have mastered the bagpipes, but you, you've managed to figure out a couple of songs that you can play very well. Sweet. Bellasar, how are you spending your downtime on this ship? I would like to uh, go to Zalbert Chubbins and... When we were in Dagger Falls, I have I confided in you on the plight of Cordinia and the evil dwarfs that now uh, control mm-hmm. the queen. Mm-hmm. Would there be a chance that I could gain even more understanding of the arcane arts from you? Yeah. I, can I, try want both, I want both of you, Zabra uh, Chubbins, I'll let you roll an intelligence saving throw. Bellsar, I want you to roll an intelligence check with advantage. That's 20. 16. Uh, yeah, uh, Bellsar, you can actually add plus one to your Arcana score. So what what happens is during Bellsar's downtime, when Zobber Chubbins has little time to, uh, he provides him these lectures. He, he gives him some various tomes that he packed up. Uh, and Belsar is sharper on magical knowledge when you all will arrive in Cordinia. And have zero uh, skills. Uh, you, you can't cast any magic, but you understand magic better. Yes. Oh, you're a squib. Emberlin, how are you spending your downtime on the Red Treasure? <clears throat> I didn't remember that I'm proficient with game gaming tools and sets. So... At- the first like couple days, I try to kind of be like a shark and try to play some games, and they kind of figure it out. So then I start playing my dulcimer. Ah. No one will play with me, so I'm playing my dulcimer. I want, I want you to roll me a performance check. First, I want you to roll me a deception check. 17? 17. You are going to gain 270 gold. You... Shark the fuck out of these assholes uh, to the point they realize, oh my god, we're dealing with somebody who knows a thing or two about gaming. Now I want you to roll me a performance check. Eleven. Yeah, you you don't get as much time to work on the dulcimer as you want, but man, people are are whispering to each other, watch out for uh, her. She is one hell of a shark. So I would say you haven't really built any skill, but you did earn some coin. And you definitely built some reputation. So the next persuasion check you would like to get advantage on, you can do that. Kilbo, you've got a couple of different ways that you can spend your time so on So many ways. What do you want to do? So first thing Kilbo is going to do is find nice havoc. Oh, yeah. No, like you, you've got you've got a very comfortable bed. Even. Oh, but I mean, like, I want to go on deck. Okay, yeah. Kilbo no, wants you... to go on deck and read the, you know, my forgery book. But I'm also going to have the the erotica poured, uh, <laughs> like there, and like I'm, I'm I'm reading the forgery book, but like it's also like in the page. Okay, you know? okay, okay. I have two checks I want you to okay. make. One is an intelligence check. <laughs> and a stealth check. And <laughs> watching porn on the bus. Yeah, sleight of hand. <laughs> sleight of hand check. God damn it, Andy. Still in that thunder, because that was the next check I was going to ask for, a slide of hand. <laughs> you are able to slyly masturbate. <laughs> uh, 
while also adding one to your uh, disguise or uh, forgery checks. Oh, excellent. So whenever you make a forgery check, you will be able to add one to that. Thank you. Oh my God. And Jack. <laughs> Zardex, how are you spending your downtime on the ship? Do the crew seem trustworthy? Roll an insight check. I've been reading too many mystery novels. Ooh, 28. 28. They do all seem on the level. They seem very eager uh, to please. They are well paid. They are well treated. You get the sense that paying for the luxury upgrade has definitely improved the pay for everyone on board. It does seem to be a legitimately run ship. Because the people who pay for the the standard fare are like paddling under the deck. (laughs) (laughs) There's little holes in the bottom of the ship where their legs can like kick. They are uh, they are also treated well. Okay, well they don't I have will... as high quality food or drink as you all, but they're they're doing fine. Can I train any at, any old skill? Is that a thing I can do? It depends. What if I was looking at uh, uh, where's Waldo and I have to find and it helps my perception? <laughs> uh, yeah, you, the ship has a decent library. Roll a like... perce- roll a perception check with advantage. All right, I feel like I'm probably just trying to stealthily eye the crew because I had already, so a one and a two. So a seven. <laughs> a seven and a fail. Let's see. Uh, what I will say is that you don't quite master all the tricks, but I will give you advantage on the next five perception checks you make. Cool. Well, so at least I found out we're not being... Zabrachevans, how are you spending your downtime? I want to read my book on charisma. Yeah, go ahead and roll me a charisma saving throw with advantage. Eleven. Eleven. You're starting to figure this charisma thing out, but you haven't quite mastered it yet. On your next three charisma-based checks, persuasion, performance, intimidation, uh, I will give you advantage. Twiggy, how are you spending your downtime on the ship? Approach whoever looks more available. I'm not so sure about Kilbo. <laughs> Kilbo or Emberlin, and see if maybe they could continue to teach me to be more persuasive. Only a persuasion check with advantage. Okay, can I add guidance to it? Uh, you could, yes. 18. You do over the course of, uh, so uh, rolling dice just to see uh, what a good check would be. I rolled a one and a two and a two and a four. So I'm going to give you plus one to persuasion check. Uh, between Emberlin and Kilbo and the reading that you're able to do on the ship, you do you are working on becoming more, more a more persuasive gnome. Doing it, doing it. I was going to say, uh, when, you know, at night, I'm working on Jules' uh, sweater. Aww. Roll me a slide of hand check. Not 20. Oh! Yeah, you're making some fucking awesome sweaters. You've got a whole series, Madonna-like, awesome <laughs> changes for Jules the Blood Drinker. By, by the time y'all get to Cordenia, you're going to have, let's see here, at least eight different costumes for Jules Blood Drinker. That is fantastic. For all weather, right? <laughs> yes, yes, for all occasions. Formal, informal, sexy. So, mostly, it is smooth sailing on this trip. Until? 
<laughs> about nine or ten days into the trip, you all notice that the waters get quite a bit choppier. You all are on the deck of the ship. Again, for the most part, it's been pretty clear weather. You notice that there are a number of things kind of bumping up against the hull of the ship. Things. You, you get a sense that they are aggressively doing this. Uh-oh. Um, anyone who wants to could roll a nature check. Twiggy, you would have advantage on this. 25. Emberlin, Kilbo, Twiggy, you recognize that these are not only sea creatures who seem to be aggressively attacking the ship. Uh, Twiggy, you particularly notice this, given your high check and the fact that you are a druid who has appeared in this form before. Uh, there appear to be water elementals who are uh -oh. charging the ship as well. Ooh. I um, hope you cast uh, water breathing on us. I totally cast water breathing every, on every day. Every, every, every day. Every morning. Every morning during breakfast, Twiggy takes 10 minutes to cast water breathing on you all. What you do notice is that there does appear to be a very lightning heavy storm. that seems to cover the area around the ship. Uh, anyone who would like can do a nature check. <laughs> Meemaw, Twiggy, and Belisar, the rest of you, this just looks like a storm at sea. Uh, the three of you suspect something is controlling the weather, but you're not quite sure what that might be. Captain, there's something controlling the weather. Princess <laughs> Snorkel Nickers? Oh, wait. Oh. The ship is no longer smoothing or sailing smoothly. It's no longer smoothly sailing. Uh, it is is doing a lot of this as the waves get rougher. I like this. How are you responding to this change in circumstance? Hmm. Hmm. I think I just want to grab a railing as as tightly as possible. I don't I don't want to I don't want to go overboard. I don't want to I don't want to try and do and it. That, raise, that raises an interesting point. I need everyone to roll a Constitution saving throw. Just waiting for it. <clears throat> Got a good Ooh. eight. An eight. You are seasick. Hey. So you are at disadvantage for the foreseeable future. Twiggy. Twenty-two. You're fine. Belsar. 19. You're fine. Zabrachovans. 23. 23, <laughs> you are fine. Zardex. Oh, I should have bought the... <laughs> I should have bought the extremely expensive amulet. 12. You're fine. Oh. 22. You're fine. Meemaw, you're the only one who is currently seasick. Yay! Disadvantage on attack rolls until you are able to break out of the seasickness. Um, Belisar, how are you responding to the stormy circumstances around you? The fact that the ship is being bombarded by various sea creatures. Can I do an arcana check to see if there's any... <laughs> you can! That'd be a 15... <laughs> <laughs> they're definitely it doesn't seem like a spellcaster is doing this but something powerful does seem to be in control here can I call it out 
The fair demon who is controlling the seas, show yourselves. Speak to us. Uh, you yell that. Storm continues. <laughs> Emberlin, how are you responding to the new situation out at sea? You are, as far as you can tell, there is nothing but ocean for miles around. I'm remembering all of my oath spells. I'm trying to see if I can cast something. Can I get a cure disease over here, please? Emberlin, any, anything you want to do? Any Anything you um, want I'm, I'm thinking about casting Shape Water. It's a cantrip. To what end? Into the form of an eagle. Or <laughs> <laughs> a bucket of water. Wonder tw- Twins, activate. It's only a five-foot cube. Never mind. Yeah. You, you get the sense you could do something around you, but not much else. Um, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to cast Lesser Restoration on, on Meemaw. Yay! Meemaw? Feel seasick. Kilbo, how are you dealing with the situation on deck? Still in your hammock. I'm I'm still in my hammock. I'm still in hammock, and it is starting to go real. Roll me a dexterity saving throw. All right. Masturbating furiously now. Five. You fall out on the deck and take three points of bludgeoning damage. (laughs) But but does she stop? I don't think so. No, uh, she is, she is, excuse me, she is no longer able to stay in the hammock. Uh, the ship is rocking too intensely. Zardex, how are you dealing with the situation on board? I, I call upon my new patron, Kevin Dorr. Quevin, I cast Kevin (laughs) Dorr. None of those. And I ask Kevin Dorr, what is, what is causing this? Uh, roll me percentile dice. 63. 63. Uh, you get a sense that it's something powerful from the sea. Well, I knew that, Kevin. Come on. That's that's as good as you're going to get. The next thing that happens... You all see this guy pop onto the deck of the ship. Cool. Ooh. He'll explain... And that figure says, Behold, the master arrives soon. Next up is Zobber Chubbins. What are you doing? You get the sense this figure means you nothing good. Okay. Well, that helps. Tell him to fuck off. <laughs> I do. Shoot him. There's your bonus action as you're telling him to fuck off, and he doesn't. I cast Vitriolic Sphere at this thing. That's a new one. What's it, it do? What's it do? What's it do? I shoot a glowing one-foot diameter ball of emerald and acid streaks there and explodes in a 20-foot radius. Well, actually, but I guess I'm invocation, so it wouldn't hit anything. Yeah, I mean, it's a, a fourth-level spell, so you can sculpt it around five people. Uh, he's yeah. the only one in this area at the time. What kind of save does he have to make? Dexterity. He doesn't. Go ahead and roll damage. He's a jerk. 25. All right, he takes 25 acid damage. Ain't a goddamn thing you can do about it. Unfortunately, the next thing that happens is real bad. Within the water, an absolutely gargantuan creature appears. What looks it the- looks a lot like this, and in fact, it is indeed a kraken. 
going to instantly begin attacking the ship that you all are on. That's a hit. That is a hit. And that is a hit. Uh, The ship is not doing as well as you would like right now. The ship has taken some some damage for sure. Uh, It brings down three tentacles. Pow, pow, pow. And uh, you all are now engaged in combat with a Kraken. Twiggy, it is your turn. Know anything about the Kraken? You can roll a nature check as your bonus action. Uh, 21. 21. You know that Krakens are resistant, or they are immune to lightning, and that they are very dangerous. Are they resistant to anything? Do we know? I'm going to conjure a water elemental. Uh, you can attempt to do that, yeah. I need you to roll a persuasion check. Twelve. You conjure a water elemental, but almost instantly it does not seem to be under your control. It feels uh, like uh, it has been swayed by the Kraken uh, <laughs> to serve it. Meemaw, it is your turn. Mm. There's a goddamn Kraken. There's a goddamn Kraken. What do you I do? Finished this uh, trashy romance novel yet? I'm, I'm, I've got my wings of flying. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> I'm flying to Cordinia. Fuck the ship. Bye. <laughs> no, no, I'm not doing that. I'm gonna save this ship all by myself by uh, taking my wings of flying and just flying straight at the closest tentacle, stabbing it with my rapier. Uh, stab away. That's a a 19. 19 hits. Hell yeah. Now, unfortunately, you don't get sneak attack on this. The Kraken is not surprised by your attack, but cool. you do. You are going to do damage. Yes, a whole nine damage. You do a whole nine damage, and the Kraken barely notices. Hooray! Anything else you wish to do with your turn? Bellasar, <laughs> there's a goddamn Kraken on deck. Uh, it is going to swing a tentacle at Meemaw. No. Uh, that's a 29 to hit. Yeah, that does. Don't cry for me. I'm already uh, dead. You are going to take 20 bludgeoning damage, and you are grappled. Oh, man. Save Meemaw. Belsar, it is your turn. So it is on deck, so it's within, like, melee range, right? Oh, yeah. No, you can run up and try to hit it. Hit okay, the tentacle so with Meemaw. I'm going to take off my hat and show myself. Yeah. You are Belisar in all of his glory. <laughs> and I'm going to take out the flame of the proletariat, and I will start hacking at uh, the tentacles uh, near Meemaw. You go run up, and you begin to swing away. Yes. That's a 21. It's going to hit. And then, and then a 23. Uh, that is also going to hit. So, 16 is this third attack. Third attack is going to miss. Okay. The first one's going to be a 21. Another one's going to be a 28. And then I'm going to go ahead and do my action surge. All right. That's a nat one. That is going to miss. It is going to, at this point, use its reaction to make a tentacle attack at you. That is going to hit. Uh, It's a 34. Those hit. Yep, that is. You are going to take 22 damage, and you are currently grappled. 
can attempt to escape that grapple with one of your attacks. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to escape the grappling. Uh, either strength or the dexterity saving throw. That's a twenty-two. Uh, you do break free. Uh, you have one attack left if you wish to make it. It's a fourteen. Is not gonna do it, unfortunately. That is Belsar's turn. Emberlin, you are up. Um, I am going to go ahead and cast Searing Smite at level three. Uh, run up to it and uh, attack it with my greatsword. All right, swing away. Uh, 22. That's going to hit. Is the first one, and then I'll do the second attack. Uh, nat 20. Uh, yeah, big ol' hit. So go ahead and roll the damage for the first one, and then we'll uh, double up the damage for the second one. 29 is the first damage. 29? Jeez. 29. Uh, what would that be doubled? I don't know, but I just uh, subtracted 29 from it twice. It's feeling the pain, for sure. Then also, since it was a searing smite, it says, at the start of each of its turns until the spell ends, this target must make a constitution saving throw. On a failed save, it takes 1d6 fire damage. On a successful save, it the spell ends. It's a dirty 20 on its constitution saving throw. Doesn't catch fire. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> it's going to be fine. Take my 1d6 damage and go home. I need you to roll an Arcana check as your bonus action. Not great. Can I help her? Eight and six. So it's 14. I would say you do know it is immune to fire da- or lightning, lightning damage. damage. Okay, thank you. Yeah. I'm going to cast Innervation. All right. Uh, my favorite spell. What, what does it need to make? Uh, it's a dexterity saving throw. It's a 22. Oh, yeah, okay. On a successful save, the target must... Take 2d8. All right. So 12, but I'm also going to do Empowered and cast another spell, or uh, is it, no, uh, Quickened. I think I can do that, right? Uh, You would have to do Twinned at this point. All right. At this point, the Kraken is going to use the rest of its legendary actions. I need Emberlin. I need... Belisar, and let's see, Zabrachevans to make dexterity saving throws. So I'm going to, I have a ring of evasion, I'm going to use it. Alright, you take 12 lightning damage then. 18. 18, you take 25 lightning damage. If you're standing next to Emerald, how much do you get? Plus 4. Plus 4. Am I am I standing next to her? Uh, if I'm standing next to her, it'd be 18. 18, you take 25 lightning damage. Uh, next up is Zardex. This doesn't seem ideal. Everyone's hurt, right? Everyone's hurt? Yeah. Not everyone, but the ones who are are feeling it. About to get worse. It's going to get worse if they destroy the boat. Does it seem to be attacking the boat anymore? Heal the boat. Uh, it hasn't since its last turn. What happened to the guy who jumped on the deck? So far, he's just hanging out. <laughs> hanging out. His turn's coming up next, so if you want to do something, now would be the time, probably. He's, he's chilling. He's taking some damage. Heal the boat. Right. Only I think. Heal a boat. <laughs> no, you cannot. If he could, it would only be like 12 points. 
Is the rest of the crew doing anything during this? Uh, most of them are pissing and shitting themselves. <laughs> Where's Splooge? I mean, Splooge is supposed to be helping, like, to repair the shit. You didn't take the weasel. What do you want? <laughs> this is the red treasure. This is a totally different ship. Yeah. This is a legitimate way? ship. This yeah. is not a pirate ship. Who is hurt, by the way? Me. Uh, Mima, who is currently still grappled by the. Still guys. grappled? Yeah. Mm, I have a bad feeling about that. That's not unfit. You can breathe underwater. I can breathe underwater. Can he breathe inside a kraken being eaten by one? Well, time will tell. Time? That's one of the... I, I feel like that's one thing it could do. Well, shit. <laughs> Does the guy who jumped on deck look hurt? Uh, yeah, he is definitely hurt. He took some damage. Go get him. I, I would say he looks like a third of his life force has been knocked out. <laughs> If you were just, you know, estimating. Who's this dude? Not the Sauron guy who jumped on. Yeah. Yeah. With the tentacle feet. Decent looking. Yeah. Because of the bad. Totally fuckable. Tell him you're telling Kilbo. I mean, he's actually pretty good looking. He is fuckable. He's a 14 charisma. Yeah. (laughs) All right. I'm... I see no... Real reason. How much damage did you do to him? Did he get like hit really hard? Twenty five. Uh, he's go- he's gonna take some more acid damage here in a minute. All right, I will cast Dawn. Is there any way I could hit the guy and the Kraken, or is it just gonna hit one or the other? What's the range on it? A thirty foot radius, forty foot high cylinder. That's real big. I, I just don't uh, know. Yeah, I would say you can get them both. And would it hit anything else? Any other people, I should say. Uh, it would hit uh, Mimon. It would hit Wiggy. It would hit Emberland. Hey, don't worry about me. I got, I got what? Uncanny Dodge. If it's a dexterity-based... Uh, is it dexterity? Wait. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Saving throw is it going to be? It's con. That's, I'm not going to do that, then. All right. I, uh, whew, I've got some bad choices here. I'm going to cast Harm. On level six on the Kraken itself. All right, what does it need to make? Uh, con saving, unfortunately. So it's probably not going to be there. It's probably going to be there. And my is that's a thirty-two. Yeah, it beats it. So it's going to take half damage, but it does take half of fourteen d six. Uh, it's forty-two, so it'd be uh, twenty-one. Twenty-one of necrotic damage. Yeah, it's uh, it, it it takes some damage. Next up is the Kraken Priest. He is going to call lightning. Oh, let's see. I am going to need Belisar, Belisar, <laughs> and Zobber to make a dexterity saving throw. Hello, I'm Melisar. I only rolled a uh, 17 for Melisar. That saves. Yes. I'll be happy. <laughs> Eight. We'll be happy. Uh, that does not. It was 17. 17, uh, you do save. So, Melisar and Emberlin take 
12 lightning damage. Belisar, you take, tw- or excuse me, Zardex, you take, or excuse me, Zavrchevins, God damn it, you take 24 <laughs> lightning damage. Can I uh, do a reaction? You may. I would like to um, cast Absorb Elements. All right. Cast as a reaction, yeah. It, it's a reaction. It says, the spell captures some of the incoming energy, lessening the effect on you and storing it for your next attack. You take six lightning damage, and on the next turn, you can roll uh, whatever it says to do extra lightning damage to your attack. What I will tell you is if you attempt to do that on the Kraken, I ain't going to do shit. So on on your turn, you will be able to do that. Uh, next up is Zavrchevins. And does he, uh, he got, or he gets the... Uh, yeah, go ahead and roll that damage. All right. So that's nine. Thankfully, that is easy math for me to do. Right. He, looks, he looks poorly, but he's still okay. It is your turn, Zobrich Evans. All right, I'm going to cast Freezing Spear. Can I get the guy and the Kraken, or can I just cast it at the water? Uh, I would say that you are able to get both of them. All right. Uh, what is the roll they would need to make? It's a constitution saving throw. Constitution, the Kraken piece fails. The Kraken itself, uh, that's a 28, so it succeeds. Okay. But And it's also going to be frozen in the water for a second. 41. That is exactly how many points the Kraken Priest had left. Hey. <laughs> he falls to the ground dead. Yeah. Uh, the Kraken itself still looks okay. Next up is the Kraken. But it needs a turn to like get out of the ice, right? Read for me what that spell does. So if the globe strikes a body of water, a liquid that is principally water, um, it freezes the liquid to a depth of six inches over an area of 30 feet square. This light ice lasts for a minute. Creatures that were swimming on the surface are frozen, uh, of frozen water are trapped in the ice. The trapped creature can use an action to make a strength check against your spell safe DC to break free. Uh, it uses its first action to break free of your ice. All right. So that's the good news. The bad news is that it still has a couple of tentacle attacks, one of which is going to level at you. That is a dirty 20. Mm, yeah, I think that hits. Uh, that is going to do yeah. 23 bludgeoning damage, and you are now grappled. All right. Who is? Uh, Zobber Chubbins. Chubblets. Meanwhile, that is going to be a 27 to hit you. Ow! I'm using my uncanny dodge that I forgot to use last time. Yes, that hits. Uh, you take 10 piercing damage. Ooh! You are blinded and restrained. Ah! Oh! Because you have been swallowed by the Kraken. <laughs> Hooray! Currently in the Kraken's belly. Use your skull. Yes, uh, can I use my Hellish Rebuke? You can indeed. <laughs> it's a heartburn. It's a dirty 20 on the dexterity saving throw, so I think it takes half damage. Oh, only half damage? You're gonna get the guy clone out. Uh, 15, so 8. 
Eight damage. Yeah, you're still inside that thing. Next up is Twiggy. Okay, I'd like to class to cast Blight at sixth level. It saves. Okay, so half damage. Okay, yeah, half damage. Have that, don't I? Twenty-six. Meemaw, it is your turn. Uh, you are grappled, blinded, and restrained. Uh, so things are bad for you. Mm. What do you wish to do? But I've got a, a, such a good opportunity to stab him in the, the insides. Holding you. I think it might be time for an even, even spicier meatball and give him the old horn of blasting. <laughs> I gotta, I got to look up what the horn of blasting does again. This might bl- deafen me as well, um, but whatever. Okay. You're already blinded. Zardex is earplugs. Audible 600 feet away. DC 15 constitution saving throw. Uh, yeah, it makes it. Ah, dang it. Yeah, it's it is, bad it is plus finger. 14 to constitution saving yeah, throws, so. Okay. Well, it's Don't not pop. deafened then. Um, the fail save takes 5d6. Okay. That's a 15 damage. Yeah, it, it does indeed take some damage. Ray. It is at this point going to use some legendary actions. Let's see. 20% uh, chance of causing Zardex. Load. Hold on. Emerlin and Kilbo need to make dexterity saving throws. Now I have uh, lightning resistance to lightning. Well, that's good. 20, not 20. Take seven lightning damage. Okay. Is it a spell or is it just lightning? <laughs> it's just an ability. Eleven. You take fourteen lightning damage. You got lucky on that roll. Emberlyn uh, also needs to make a dexterity oh, save. I can roll for. Her. Uh, she got a seventeen. She takes fourteen lightning damage. Next up is Belisar. I'm gonna go after the tentacle that's holding Zalmerchubbins. You can, you can attempt that, certainly. Okay. Just in that one. Oh, no. It yep. is going to use this reaction. It's a 19. Well, that misses. Lucky you. <laughs> okay, I'm going to... That's a 12. Uh, that is going to miss, unfortunately. And then, and then another 12. Uh, yeah, you, uh, you are not able to hit the... Gargantuan fucking kraken at the side of the ship. Three misses. Uh, Fortunately for you, it missed with a tentacle attack. So well done, Emberlin. It is your turn. Who all's on the deck? On the deck are Belisar, Emberlin, Kilbo, Zardex, uh, and Twiggy. Meemaw has been swallowed, and Zabrchubbins is grappled. And what are the enemies? We have the Kraken. Just the Kraken. Just Just the Kraken. Kraken. The priest got murked. Oh, damn it. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and cast Blinding Smite. All right. Bonus action. Done. That was a bonus action, and then I'm going to attack him with my greatsword. 25. That's a hit. Second one is 25 again. Uh, Yeah, two big old hits. Go ahead and start rolling damage. Uh, 33 for the first one, and the other one, 26. Okay. So the Kraken has taken some major damage. 
Unfortunately, it has not, as of yet, regurgitated Meemaw. Next up is Kilbo. Hang on a second. He needs to make a constitution saving throw or be blinded. That's 25. Uh, Yeah, he makes it. Fine. Kilbo, it is your turn. I... The <laughs> Alright, uh, you do have to roll that again because he did save last time. That's a 21. Oh, yeah, no, he. Oh, uh, you he can takes, do some damage. Uh, so only eight. But can I do quickened for another spell or no? Uh, maybe twins if you have surgery points for that. Have, I don't have twins. Okay, yeah, no, I'm afraid you can. So, so quickened is worthless. Anything else you can do? I guess I'll do a firebolt. All right, um, fire away. Fifteen. Uh, unfortunately, that does yeah, not hit you. Watch a bit of fire over his shoulder. Uh, Zardex, it is your turn. Who's hurt? I'm currently inside of a, a kraken. I can't hurt you. I can't heal you because I can't see you. I'm at a quarter of what I should have. Plus, you, know, he, he need, you need a heal. You need a heal, and you need a heal. Also. I cast the wrong thing to begin with. I, I admit it now. I shouldn't have done a constitution saving anything. That's what I did. I mean, he's, he's, he's going to be a beast in no matter anything, right? Maybe not. Not dexterity. He can't move. He can't move. He ain't got legs. got no legs. <laughs> he got no legs. I will say dexterity is probably your best bet. I don't have anything for that, but I can <laughs> probably help other people who do. Bellasar. Yes. Hold out your sword. Hold out the flame of the proletariat. I cast holy weapon. You imbue a weapon you touch with holy power. Until the spell ends, the weapon emits bright light in a 30-foot radius and dim light for an additional 30 feet. Very important to know. Uh, fancy. Weapon attacks made with it deal an extra 2d8 radiant damage on a hit. Hey, if he hits, he's going to do extra damage. Well done. <laughs> Shut up, Dio. That's why I waited for you to miss, because your next ones will definitely hit. Anything else you want to do with your turns, Zardak? That is a bonus action if I touch the sword. You touch the sword. Can I cast a cantrip? You can indeed, yes. Or can I do a full action now? Uh, yeah, you still got an action. Can I channel divinity? Yeah. I can't cast a spell, though, right? No, not a leveled one. I cast path, or I channel my divinity path to the grave. The raven, I mean... Robert Evans, you're up next. Kellum, Kalimdor, Kevin, Kevendor. Kevendor, you, your path to the grave. I mean, the path to the grave is real. Are you moving? Alright, who's up next? <laughs> uh, are you mo- are you moving from the spot you're in? I'll step back a little bit. <laughs> okay. Next up is Zavarchevin. Zavarchevin, you are currently grappled by a tentacle. Strength or dexterity, whichever is higher. I've been rolling like shit this whole game, so hopefully it'll change now. Better than me. I'm eating. Joe's dead, I think. <laughs> Sixteen. That's half elf. Unfortunately, you are still grappled. Mm-hmm. He rolled a two. Your bonus action to try and break free again. All right, I'm going to try to break free again, again I guess. Natural 20. Hey! hey, hey. 
Okay, uh, Zobrich Evans, what spell are you doing to damage the Kraken? Vitriolic Sphere. Uh, that's dexterity saving throw? Mm -hmm. To 24, he takes half damage. Alright, so 31. So he's going to take 15 of that. Good hit. Mm -hmm. That is your turn. Next up is the Kraken who is going to swing a tentacle at you. That is definitely going to hit. Can I do a protection fighter? That's a 29. All right, then I'm not. I'm out. So that is going to be 20 damage. Oh, 20 damage? Yep. I have one point left. Congratulations. It's like a whack-a-mole. Bad news for Maymaw. Uh-oh. Yeah, Joe. Joe's being digested. I got a one-man. I'm fine. You should have teleported out of there. I thought the horn of plastic was a cool idea. You took 52 acid damage, Maymaw. I'm out. Yeah. You are currently unconscious. Wait, no, uh, uncanny dodge. Oh. I want you to roll oh, a I'm dexterity blinded. saving throw with disadvantage. I'll I'll take the damage. I'm dead. You are currently unconscious. I'm conscious. Uh, it is the Kraken's turn, and being very badly imaged, it begins to move away from the ship. Get out, my friend, you jerk! Wiggy, you have a chance to make an attack. Uh, Turn into a whale! This is your chance! This is your chance! Turn into a whale! I think first I'll cast Blight and then I'll turn into a whale so I can chase it if it takes off. A flying whale? The 19, so it's going to take half damage. Okay. 18. Okay. And Girl. then I'm going to turn into a killer whale. Like, you as I jump over into the sea and turn into a whale. Cool. That's a whole thing. Uh, the Kraken is now going to swing a tentacle at you in whale form. That is a 24. Uh, I don't know what the whale stats are, but I'm sure that hits. I'm pretty sure that hits. Uh, you're going to take 25 damage in your whale form. Mima, I need you to roll me a d20. Straight up? Yep. Nine. Uh-oh. A failure. Bellasar, is there anything that you can do to attempt to stop the Kraken as it is moving away? Can I slash at it with those? Um, it is out of melee range. It would have to be a ranged attack at this point. I, I will use my wings and fly towards it and hit it. Uh, unfortunately, you're trying to fly into the water, and flying in water is not ideal. I can breathe underwater, so can I go after it? Can you ride the whale? I want you. I want you to roll me an athletics check. Got a one. Oh, no. You fly in the opposite direction. You fly straight up, wasting your turn. Emberlin, is there anything you can do? Waste my turn, too. Emberlin, is there any attack that you can make? You can make a ranged spell attack if you need to. Am I uh, 30 feet from Joe, from Meemaw? Can I get to be you, 30 feet? You can be if you... I need you to roll me an athletics check. Fail. What'd you get? One. Just a day for one. You water. hit the water and you start pedaling on the surface, not below. 
So unfortunately, it is right now 60 feet away from you. Uh, if you wanted to attempt to make an attack that had a range of 60 feet or better. Oh, she doesn't go flying off the other direction? Is that? <laughs> no, she's swimming on the surface of the water. She's swimming out instead of down. I should have cast like walk on water on all of you first. Joe, we might get a chance to see your uh, new clone. <laughs> take on the character next time. Any, any ranged attacks you can make? I only have javelins. You could make an attack with disadvantage with a javelin. All right. Um, I'm going to go ahead and try to hit it with a, a javelin. All right. So that is at disadvantage. 25. Uh, that does hit. Nine. Uh, yeah, you, you do stick him. Uh, then, you're down a javelin now, unless it dies. Can I uh, throw another one? Yeah, you have two attacks. Both for 17. Plus 8. That hits. Woo! So you dice. tied a rope to it, like a harpoon. That would have been reeling back in. 11. Not dead yet. It is 60 feet away, okay, yes. Okay, I'm going to do Sunbeam. All right. It is a constitution saving throw because all of my spells are. That's going to be a dirty 20, so it's going to save. Okay. But, let's see, 8d6. Ooh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Fireball fucking damage. So it takes uh, 15 damage. Meemaw, you are still swallowed. Next up is Zardex. It's our last chance, probably. You've got one more. Zabrachevans can do a shitload of damage, maybe. That's true. All right, well, the next best thing. LMI spells are constitution as well. It sucks. I guess Dawn, which I, I assume I can hit it with it pretty safely now. Uh, what's the range on it? It's 60 feet. Oh, hell yeah, you, you can hit it. But it's also a 30-foot radius, 40-foot high beam of light. Rolled a 28 on its constitution saving throw, so I assume that saves. Uh, it takes half of 48. 28, so uh, 14? Yeah, it's uh, it's still kicking. Zabrachevans, it is your turn. All right. I need a little... feet away from you, what can you do? I will let you do that if you don't move and don't use a bonus action. Do I have to sing? Do I have to be... <laughs> I, wa- I want you to sing. Oh, let's see. What's a good one? It has to be uh, hair metal, 70s rock, for Kalimvor. Feel the power of rock falling on your head, because it's a boulder storm, boulder storm. Roll me a spellcasting modifier check. For me? Yep. Not a boulder storm. (laughs) He creates the latest hit boulder storm. (laughs) Uh, I rolled an 18. Spellcasting would be plus 8 or 9, I think. You do manage to get him to do uh, vulnerability. So, Zabrachevans. I'm not I would have called uh, 44. 44? Mm-hmm. Mimo, I need you to roll me a d20. The two? Oh! <laughs> oh, no! He has a clone. It's okay. Wiggy, you are in killer whale form. You see out! <laughs> a tiefling figure floating up from a regurgitated... Kraken, what do you do? <laughs> I go and I grab Meemaw and bring him back to the ship. I want you to roll me a dexterity saving throw. And I use the whale dex, right? Mm-hmm. 
I thought you were talking about Mimo because he gets bitten. Mimo gets bitten in half. We am going to give you advantage on this because you clearly rolled a natural one. Okay, eighteen. Eighteen. You do manage to get him and move him up to the surface. Zardex. Is the is the Kraken alive? The Kraken is dead. The Kraken died. Sunk into the bottom of the ocean because you were able to manage to channel that fucking divinity enough to kill it. (laughs) Well done. Uh, Right now, you have a dying tiefling on your hands. The fastest Uh, healing you've got. Mass healing word. Roll that beautiful mass healing word. You don't have to for him. I think everyone can use it at this point. Yeah, I will roll, uh, but Meemaw gets uh, 13 (laughs) Hey! You are alive, I'm alive! I'm alive! Because his skin is melted off. (laughs) I'm alive! All all of you heal up a little bit. The crew of the ship is like, holy shit, we can't believe we survived that. You're Uh, not the only one. The storm that was taking place ends. All of the the fish and sharks and shit, uh, the water elementals that were going up and hitting the boat, uh, have stopped. Does one very sheepish water elemental come back up and say, I'm sorry. <laughs> Twiggy, yes. Uh, none of you can understand it, but Twiggy, you do understand it going, my bad, that was, um, that was inappropriate, I think. And you all continue to sail towards Cordenia with very little problem. You're able to get back on the ship as it, it does take a couple of days for them to repair much of the hull, but you do all manage to survive this encounter. And next time we will pick up in the harbor of Cordenia. You have been listening to We Slay Things, edited by Andy Gabor. Like our podcast and want to help support it? Toss a coin to your DM at ko-fi.com slash weslaythings. Visit weslaythings.com for more.